0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project. You're tuned to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Your Time to Shine. And it's our pleasure, as always, to be talking <laughs> to Celine Harlow, who is the host of Your Time to Shine. How are you going, Celine?
1: I'm doing very well. How are you doing?
0: I'm pretty good. Thanks. All the better for talking to you. Can you believe this year is nearly over?
1: I know. I can't believe it.
0: I know. What's been the highlight for this year for you?
1: The highlight of this year for me was to become a Theta Healing Practitioner. I mm-hmm. did my training in January this yes, year. and I took six courses since and i have just enjoyed so much just learning about the technique the system you know bringing the work with my clients to my clients and working on myself too i've seen just so many changes in my life so that's my highlight
0: and have your clients uh, embraced theta healing Because they just remind our listeners what it is
1: so Theta Healing is a recent healing modality that focuses on changing, um, limiting belief systems that hide within your subconscious mind. So, you know, we all have things that we believe to be true mm-hmm. or untrue about ourselves. So I am beautiful. My hair is blonde. It's not brown, for example. So that's something I believe to be true about myself. My hair is blonde. And so we have beliefs ab- around everything, you know, relationships, work, health. And if you shift stuff that is limiting you, blocking you in your life, then you find that Doors open for you,
0: indeed. I've also spoken before um, about the modalities that you you practice. It helps to be spiritual when we come to see you, or can you deal with um, people who uh, haven't got a spiritual bone in their body? Or is everybody spiritual and they don't know it?
1: Well, I say that I'm a life coach now before I talk about all the modalities yes. that I practice. So life coaching is for anyone who wants to improve their lives, who wants to make changes in their lives. So you don't need to be spiritual. You don't need to believe in what I believe in mm-hmm. in order to be able to work with me. You just have, need to have the desire to work on yourself.
0: Okay, today's topic is, is it me or is life just really hard?
1: <laughs> An appropriate topic for December for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is life hard? Or is it me?
1: Well, it doesn't need to be, and this is what we're going to talk about during during this show. So, um, you know, when I talk to people, I just often hear, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead, or life is so busy, or life is so hard. Why Why is my life so hard? You know, that's, that person has it much easier than me, so why is it? So my understanding is that we create our own reality, and just like I mentioned before, you know, um, everything that happens to us in life is the result of what we believe to be possible Mm -hmm. or impossible for us, what we believe that we deserve or don't deserve in life. And I believe that we are here to learn and to grow as individuals. So, um, you know, if you believe that life is hard for you, then that's what you're going to get and you're going to grow as a result.
0: It is a state of mind, isn't it? I saw an interesting cartoon this morning. I should share it with you on your uh, Facebook page. And it was four different cartoons and one was uh, two cars side by side with people in them. And uh, the man, could have been me, driving his old car, was looking out the window at you driving your new car, and he was thinking, wow, I wish I could have a car like that. Mm. And the next cartoon was uh, a man on a bike next to a car, and he was saying, gee, I wish I had a car. And the next one was a man walking, and he saw a man on a bike, and he said, wow, I wish I had a bike instead of walking. And the last one, which was... The most poignant one, which is what it was really all about, was a man in a wheelchair mm. was watching a man walking. Who had the be- who had the worst life there?
1: So the person who has the okay car and wants a better car, you know, should be really happy about having a car and being able sure. to have the freedom to go wherever he wants to go. But instead, he wishes for something else. And that's oh. something that I see often. You know, my clients would say, I'll be happy when... And I used to say that as well. You know, I'll be happy, yeah. happy when I have clear skin, when I have... A perfect husband, my perfect house, my perfect car, Mm -hmm. but then you always, you know, even if you reach that step, you know, even if you fall in love with the perfect uh, husband, the perfect partner, you'll be always reaching for something else, and therefore you'll never be happy.
0: That's our next topic for our next program: what is happy? But I mean, there's an old-fashioned saying: the grass is always greener on the other side until you get over there, and then you got to mow the lawn, don't you?
1: But it's a question of perception. You know, you can be grateful that you already have a garden in your property, and that's sure. amazing. So that's what life coaching is all about. You know, it allows you to look at what your life is like now and see the good and the bad, knowing that what is bad in your life, then you can change it.
0: Yeah, that's a good point that you raise. However, I'd love to take, take you up on that really. I mean, you can, you know, just let's, let's, for example, say that, and there are many people in this boat as we speak right now, that people are finding it hard to survive. They can't pay their rent. They can't pay the power. They can't buy clothes for their kids. They can hardly afford to put food on the table. What have they got to be happy about? Let's just suggest, of course, they're happy that they've got their kids. That doesn't mean that life isn't hard for them. We shouldn't be saying to those people, be grateful for what you've got, because that's just, um, that's being too flippant about the whole thing, isn't it?
1: Well, I was thinking about that this morning. And, you know, I went to the Philippines a few years ago on a missionary trip. Mm -hmm. And anyway, and so we were working with the communities and organizing events and activities for them. And um, I was, you know, we, we came with this... Western's perspective that you know they need our help, and you know we, we came and, and you know from our perspective, everybody was living in poverty yeah. and hunger, and there was you know lack of employment and blah blah blah. But then you would speak to the people and you would just see that radiant smile on their face faces, and I thought, wow, you can really be happy no matter. Um, what your circumstances circumstances are in life and it really is about perspective and i believe you know when you were talking about people who have who are just grateful to have just enough freedom you know to put on the mm. table for the family then well i actually find that it's because you know that's been true for them as children as well that's been true for their parents when they were children as well so it's something that runs runs down the generations but if you change those beliefs that have been passed down from ancestor to you to you to you to you, to you then you can change what's possible for you
0: how can you change it?
1: You change what you believe is possible. Do you understand? It's about, you know, it's not that's the way my life is. And then you look at someone else and, you know, that person has everything handed to them on a silver platform. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they believe is possible for them. If you change what you think is possible for you, then everything changes. You start to see opportunities where before they were just closed doors.
0: I wonder, though, um, you're probably not old enough to remember this, Uh, a few years back there were some programs which said, give me a child until the age of seven, and I will show you the man. And it was a series of programs which ran for many years. And look, it was true. They They had those children until the age of seven. And let's just suggest, for instance, that, and obviously there are exceptions to the rule, of course, right? But you found that the children who were in um, hard times when they were young, they were in hard times when they were old. Why was that, if what you say is true?
1: So I think that's the nature versus nurture debate. Mm -hmm. You know, that it's it's in your blood to suffer through life <laughs> yes but that you know puts responsibility in the hands of god or the creator or source energy or whatever it is that you believe in and you know it it puts you in this victim mode that says well actually i can't do anything about my circumstances but how disempowering is that life coaching is about empowering you to make different decisions so
0: so, so those people <laughs> those people wouldn't want to be in that situation and i'm sure that a lot of them would have said i'm getting out of this That's not as simple as what it might sound, though, is it? Or is it?
1: Well, you know, I was listening to an interview by Jim Carrey the other day, Mm -hmm. and he was talking about how he got started as an actor. And he got rejected so many times until he got it right. And now he's, you know, an actor that we all love. Yeah. But he he kept on going. He kept on going until he got what he wanted. He could have given up at any point and started a job at a cafe.
0: I might suggest that those people are the exception rather than the rule, though. Why would they be? Well, they are. They just are. (laughs) <laughs> That's <pretty sad. laughs> They just are. I mean, th- there are people who will strive regardless. I mean, our own prime, uh, ex prime minister John Key, he came from um, a state house, and look at the man now. But not everyone is going to rise the way he did. But of course, you again have said that everyone can.
1: Everyone can, as long as you believe that you can. You know, if if you don't believe that you can and no one else believes in you then you know this is what you're going to achieve but i believe that we all have this ability within us we, it just takes one decision one commitment is life hard it doesn't need to be
0: but is it you make um, it yeah i mean you're, you obviously you're saying this from a point of view that um you know obviously we want to come and see you you're going to coach us through it and so if we come along to see you and our life is hard you're going to tell us how to make it better but life must be hard for some people surely it's, it's well, easy to yeah. say, well, it's yeah, you know, the... It's actually a really interesting
1: perspective. And I was, I was doing a session on myself a few weeks ago, and I was looking at some challenges that I was going through, and I was wondering why they were happening in my life. And so I have the belief that I create everything that happens to me. So I was, th- I was looking at my belief systems. Why am I making this this hard? Why is this happening to me? And I came to the belief, life is hard for Celine. Mm-hmm. And um, I looked down. Um, I looked really closely at the belief system, and I realized that I, ha- I believe that my life is hard because it allows me to grow fast. And I just wanted to be done with life on Earth, and I wanted to be enlightened pretty soon, mm-hmm. pretty fast. And so, life needed to be hard so that I could grow more.
0: So you wanted to experience life on the other side, where it was going to be easy.
1: Well, you know, having challenges in, in your life allows you to experience a challenge and then rise beyond the challenge.
0: So challenges that's one way to learn. Our challenges that um, make hardship in your life, are they good?
1: They are good. It really depends on the way you see it. I mean, as long as you see a challenge as a learning opportunity, then you just see lessons. Oh, I learned this through that experience. It was really hard when I experienced it. But looking back, this is how much I have learned in the process and I have changed so much. I'm such a better person. But now I've come to realize that we don't actually need to struggle in order to be better people.
0: I wonder... Um, I often look at politicians because I love politics and um, I think I look at them objectively but I always find that people who have a lot of money, for instance, or who are very comfortable are always rather flippant when it comes to the people at the bottom of the pile. You know, say, well, well, petrol's gone up. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's a shame. But they don't realise the impact of petrol, impact the, the price of petrol that it has on the people who are struggling. Petrol goes up, food goes up, everything goes up. And if you're pulling in $200,000 a year either in your own salary or joining your salary together with your husband or your partner, of course life's not going to be hard, is it?
1: So you're saying that with power comes abuse?
0: Well, not abuse, but I think you lose sight of some sort of reality. And when you look at your own life, for instance... um, I don't know you might have a pretty sweet life compared to what a lot of people have got. Yeah. So when you're looking at uh, people who don't have what you have, you might be saying to them, "Of course you can have what I have. You just got to work harder." What do you think those people think when um, people say that to them?
1: Well, I believe that um, it's not really about me. It's about them. Mm -hmm. That's something that they're projecting on me. And I believe that it's just something that they're saying because I'm talking about opportunities. I'm talking about taking charge of your life and blah, blah, taking responsibility and making decisions and all of that. And, you know, people who say, well, that's just not available for me, whatever excuse they're making, then they just decide to stay in their comfort zone. So hardship's
0: a reality that can be changed. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But life's not supposed to be hard, or is it?
1: I think it is hard for many of us, and it is busy for people in Hawke's Bay. I just hear so many people saying, you know, "My life is so busy at the time," and you know, Christmas is coming, and we're getting busier and busier. But it doesn't have to be. You know, we can just make different conscious decisions. If because we're actors in our lives.
0: Yeah, I wonder if, if we looked at it as a percentage. I wonder how many people that come and see you, for instance. To change their lives. How many of their lives are hard? Could you, fifty percent of the people, or
1: all of them? They all have something that they want to change. Whether it's something that wouldn't be considered hard by someone else, or, or something that would be considered really, really hard by somebody else. It's just something that they're struggling with, and they, that they that they need help with.
0: Yeah. What's your definition of hard?
1: Mm, my definition of hard: something that brings you suffering for one reason or another. That brings you unnecessary suffering.
0: So what would, what, what sort of, what, give us an example, what, what might cause that sort of suffering? In, in your okay. mind, what sort of thing would be Okay, let's talk about a,
1: a very concrete example. So I worked with a man a few, what well was a few months ago, and he had just been out of a job, and he was struggling. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, he had been providing for himself his entire life, and now he was relying on his partner's um, income mm-hmm. in order to, you know, yeah. have food and blah, blah, blah and pay for the mortgage and um, what we realized is that you know what was making it hard for him was that he suddenly had to rely on his wife Mm -hmm. and that was really hard for him but it didn't need to be it could also be interpreted as an act of service from his wife you know you supported me all my life and now you know this is this is my turn and this is how i want to show you that i love you it's all a question of perception
0: sure my perception of that might be that that isn't particularly hard because they have an income coming in. Maybe if you had said to me that uh, he's now out of a job, his wife doesn't have a job, they've got a mortgage, and they've got three kids that are going to school, that's hard. So yeah, I suppose perception is, or hardness is a perception, but what's, who's who's Right.
1: Everybody is right. It just depends on what you believe to be true about yourself. And I just can't say enough because it's the key. You know, if you believe that, you know, the perfect job will come for you tomorrow, then it will. Because I believe that our belief systems just shape the reality around us. You know, look at a cat, for example. You know, a cat is beautiful and furry and cute. And everybody believes, I mean, Sorry, everybody behaves around the cat as if the cat was beautiful and very and soft and cute because that's what the cat believes to be true. And so he's provided for, he's cuddled, he has his own bed, you know, he might even sleep in the owner's bed at night, you know, who knows? But the cat believes in himself, you know?
0: If we wanted some help um, about making our life a bit easier, either <laughs> we might just have a perception that our life is hard. Because you know, I look at myself For instance, I don't. I don't think my life is hard at all.
1: Wonderful. Uh, well done to you. I'm not
0: saying there's nothing that I wouldn't change, but the things that I might change in my life haven't made my life hard. And I didn't have a, a particularly great uh, upbringing as far as you know, physical things in my hand were. I didn't we? Didn't have a lot, but yeah, I didn't have a hard life. Um, and there's probably nothing that I will change. So, why would I come to see you? Would you say, well, you must have something that you'd want to change? Does everyone, Not everyone has something they want to change, do they?
1: Well, I work with people who want to change something. So, yeah. you're the exception to the case. Oh, no. I think you're just a happy person. <laughs> no, <laughs> everyone's like unhappy. Yourself. Everyone's
0: unhappy as well, though, aren't they? at some stage not everyone's happy all the time I'm sure we're going to talk about that very shortly in our next program
1: <laughs> I think we all have happy moments you know like for example a few weeks ago um, we were house sitting um, towards Rissington and um, you know we don't usually do rural places anyway and so there was no water in the tank and my husband and I we were like oh my god I just, we just don't know what to do we've never had this experience before and we just wanted to have a shower you know it was 8am in the morning we were supposed to go that's to that's a work. hard life <laughs> And there was no water we didn't know what to do and so we tried to find the main tank and it was you know a property that we didn't know very well and we didn't really know what to do but we had kind of instructions of where the tank would be but you know it wasn't really clear Mm. and so I was pretty grumpy I was hangry it was raining I was cold I just wanted to have a shower in my morning routine and then you know you know what happened I looked up And we were surrounded by beautiful trees. And I could hear the wind and the leaves. And I could hear the rain trickling through to the ground. And I was like, oh, this is the most amazing moment. And it completely changed my perspective of the moment.
0: You were being mindful.
1: Yeah, that's one way to put it.
0: Yes. However, the flip side to that is you knew that you were going to get out of that situation in uh, not a very long period of time. You were going to get a nice hot shower. But there are people out there who know that their next hot shower isn't going to come for days or weeks because they can't afford to pay the power bill. It's all relative, isn't it?
1: Hmm. Well, okay. What if you believed it was possible for you to find the money you know, right when you're supposed to pay the bill? What if it was possible? Is that a more empowering way to see things? What if you, if you decide that the money isn't going to come and it doesn't come, mm-hmm. then it just confirms what you believe to be true? But what if you were just open to the idea? Would it change anything? And I think that's my question for you. What if it could change something?
0: On that note, it's time for us to leave you. Just remind our listeners who want to come and see for some help. How do we get hold of you?
1: So the easiest way to start working with me is to go to my website, mydawninglight.com, uh, or to my Facebook page, My Light as well. Get in touch with me.
0: Good on you, Celine. As well our pleasure. You look after yourself. We'll talk to the same time, same place next time.
1: You too. Talk soon.
0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this programme available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project.